Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of Are You a Fan? If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, or you know what? You can go to hell. So that brings us into a question I have about this week's character. Has anybody, including my co-host Joker, ever heard of the Son of Satan, a.k.a. Damien Hellstrom? To be honest, no. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there's been references to him in other media, but I never would have thought him as a Marvel character. Honestly, when, because uh, I, I think we both kind of got introduced to this character the same way, because, yeah, I had never, I'm sure, like you said, there's been probably references, and the name sounds familiar enough that I'm like, maybe there's been a name drop in something, and I just, just kind of just was like, I don't it. know that character, so <laughs> why would I care? But Red Panda's actually on TikTok is the one, is the whole reason we're doing this episode. For the Panda Red or is pan- his uh, handle. Ah, for the Panda Red. But yeah, I'm like, I had no idea who this was. Honestly, when he was first talking about him before he said like, oh, he's a Marvel character. I was thinking, I'm like, this got to be an image or a dark horse character. Something kind of not a huge, huge name, but not one of the small comics. Yeah, like... Yeah, like Image or Dark Horse, like something along the lines of Spawn or like Invincible. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this can't be. And then finding out it's Marvel, I'm also not surprised. Oh, not surprised at all, but I it, wasn't expecting that. Yeah, true. Okay, so folks, let's get on into it. Starting out with Real World. So the character Damien Hellstrom first appears in Ghost Rider issue number one through number two in September 1973 through October 1973. Then was spun off into a feature, The Son of Satan, in Marvel Spotlight issue number 12 through 24 of October 1973 and October 1975. So, I mean, not the worst run I've seen. I mean... The fact he got a spotlight for essentially two years is impressive for a guy that showed up for two two comics. Yeah, like, that's not bad, because we've had plenty of characters on here where they get, like, that's basically all they'll ever be, is just a side character and other main staple characters in comics. Yeah. So, encouraged by the success of the titles Ghost Rider and The Tomb of Dracula, both of which uh, starred occult characters... Stanley proposed a series starring Satan to be titled The Mark of Satan. Which, I mean, that would be a cool name, too. <laughs> I like that. So, editor Roy Thomas had reserved uh, had reservations about this idea and suggested a series focusing on the son of Satan instead. Due to an oversight, the Mark of Satan is mentioned in a blurb in Ghost Rider Volume 2, Issue Number 1. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta love those mess ups. <laughs> it's amazing how much that uh, seems to help things in the long run, right? <laughs> so, according to Thomas, uh, Lee approved of the idea, and Gary Frederick and Herb Trimp, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing your guys' names right, <laughs> uh, were assigned the task of designing the character. However, Trimp denies this, claiming Frederick alone designed Damien Hellstrom. And only brought him in as an artist after the character was fully realized. Hmm. Which I mean, I guess if that's kind of a, uh, I'm not, I don't really want to take the credit because I didn't actually help create it. That's one thing. 
Yeah. And it's not the normal way you see that interaction yeah. play out. Normally, normally it's kind of the opposite. It's like, no, no, no. I created that character and this guy <laughs> took it from me. Right? I was like, I want something. <laughs> yeah. Which has been, oh man, a lot more than I would have liked for Stan Lee's characters. And then also Batman. <laughs> so during the Son of Satan run... Marvel Spotlight was a controversial series with numerous readers writing to object to the depiction of Satanism and Wicca as being either inaccurate or furthering the cause of evil, which I do. I like I find it funny that this character, they they were like, hey, so you know how it's the height of satanic panic? Do I got a character for you? Right. It's almost like they saw that. Like, we're going to play with it. I mean, why not? Like, we're like, either way, word will travel about the character at that point. It's just, you know, is it going to reach the right people to start buying? So nonetheless, sales were strong, prompting Marvel to launch the character into his own series, The Son of Satan, uh, written by John Warner. The character's success faded soon after the series launched, and The Son of Satan was canceled with issue number seven, though an unused fill-in was published as The Son of Satan issue eight in February of 1977. Oh. So unfortunately, it sounds like it kind of got the popularity from that uh, satanic panic and then just kind of faded when he got his own series. Yeah. Which, which is little, sad to think about. A little disappointing. So Hellstrom then became, uh, became a recurring character in The Defenders, uh, Steve Gerber having adding the character to the team during the time he was writing the Son of Satan uh, feature in the Marvel Spotlight. And Hellstrom continued to appear in Defenders following the cancellation of Marvel Spotlight. So it looks like he found his way on out of a sinking ship and at least onto a more stable one. Which is good. I mean, it's hard to, to get lucky like that. It is. A, I feel like that's what I like about the Defenders. I feel like they're that's definitely always been a kind of a team where if a character's not doing so hot on their own in that, they can easily throw them on that group. They're always generally street level characters. So one of the later writers on Defenders, J.M. Dematis, uh, featured a number of subplots focused on Damien Hellstrom, commenting, commenting that he was absolutely my favorite character. Which sometimes that seems to be what saves people. Yeah. You got the one writer, the one artist, like, no, this is who I like. He is my favorite. Don't kill him. I, if I remember correctly, that's kind of what saved, like, Wolverine. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, like, the guy who brought him, brought him and made him, gave him his own series, like, no, I like this character, so I'm going to make him... And I'm sure that's probably what, in reality, saved a lot of random characters. I don't doubt it. I can easily believe that. But that's also why I think it's important to have a writer that actually likes the characters working on the characters. Yeah, because then you don't have someone who just, it's another paycheck, I don't really care. Exactly. So, characters like some Satan are a wonderful metaphor for what we all contain. Good and evil, high and low aspirations. He's literally the son of the devil, trying not to be what his father is. For a writer like me, how can I not feast on that? And that's kind of what he had to say about it. Which is kind of cool. It's a good way to look at it. It's like, you got the character who's trying to not be like his evil father. I know some of my D&D characters, that's what I've tried to do. It's like, I'm trying to be different than my parents. Yeah. Let me have my own spotlight. 
And heck, I've done that with a few of my characters. Heck, as the DM, that's kind of the plot behind some of the characters you guys help or try to defeat. So in 1993, he would receive his own series once more with Hellstrom, Prince of Lies. As suggested by the title, his uh, surname was spelled Hellstorm. Um, during the series, the character explicitly choosing to chase it from Hellstrom in issues one and two. Which is kind of cool, kind of yeah. differentiates you from your family lineage. I like it. I like it. It's kind of... Hmm, hmm. I like it. It's not bad. Okay, so that's what we got for Real World. Let's dive in. I think the only other real thing about Real World is the amount of people that are like, that dude looks like Adam Warlock. He kind of does. He like honestly, when I saw the first image of him, I'm like, nah, that's Adam. That's Adam Warlock. They just swapped out the uh, gem with a sim with a star symbol, or upside down star, or the goat. I don't know. <laughs> so in universe, so Damien Hellstrom was born in the fictional town of Greentown, Massachusetts. He is the son of Satan and a mortal woman named Victoria Wingate. His father was later redconned into a demon named Mordok Curious. I hope I'm saying that right. I mean, he's a demon, so hopefully. I mean, I I do still kind of like the original of being the son of Satan and trying to be better. I do, too. I I mean, I guess a demon has the same concept, but it just doesn't have that same weight. I feel like that was possibly later Redcon because I guess in the Marvel Universe there's no exact Satan. like Which makes sense because I've heard about that. Yeah, like the closest they have is Mephisto. Yeah. Who's more of a kind of ruler. He's a weak... Like the closest you really get are demons. Yeah. So it's like I guess it makes sense why it's Redcon because yeah, Marvel doesn't technically have a Satan. But... Still kind of like the idea, because it has a little more weight to it. Right, same. So the Hell Lords had long desired to sire a child with a human woman for the use as a gateway to gain further power. You know, demon things. Of course. A demon calling himself Satan took human form and established the trappings of a mortal life for himself near Fire Lake, Massachusetts. (laughs) I mean, I guess the... Northeast is a good place for demons to settle. I mean, I just like the the name of the lake. Like I say that that's just even better. All I, all I, I'm thinking about is just the the end of the episode of Rick and Morty with the vampires. Like, is he doing a bit? Is he doing a bit right now? Like, can we take this seriously? Yes, <laughs> that would be me as a demon too. So I'm like, I get it. <laughs> so keeping his true identity a secret, he married a young woman named Victoria Wingate. Damien was born to the Hellstroms a year later with a strange pentagram-shaped birthmark on his chest. His sister, Satana, was born when Damien was three. But you got one, like, I, I probably should have done my legwork and figured out if Satana from uh, DC Comics was created before this, if this was just them doing a shot at them. This one, based on kind of the video of uh, from the Pandaret, I think is more of a... Just that cliche of basing the name off of Satan and just slightly changing it. Ah, okay. I, I get that. I think it would have yeah. been fun if that was Marvel's like, like, hey, you know your hero and that's a magician? But we're going to make him a villain in our story. I mean, very possible. That could still be a jab at it. But at the same time, they took Satan and just added an extra A. I do. <laughs> I, I see that now. 
So when Hellstrom was a young adolescent, Victoria would interrupt a ritual sacrifice uh, Satan had staged in their basement involving the participation of Satana. Uh, traumatized to the point of hysteria, Victoria was institutionalized. I mean, I, you know, that's fair. You see your kids, you know, your kid trying to sacrifice the sister. Right. That's fair. Also, you know, like just things that mortal eyes aren't supposed to see tend to not end well for that mortal. Never do. She eventually regained enough of her sanity to write a full diary describing her life with the demon before she died. Hellstrom and his sister, meanwhile, were placed in separate orphanages, and Satan disappeared to his netherworld domain, where he eventually brought Satana. So you can definitely tell which one was the favorite. Right, I was like, you know, maybe that's why... Uh... Damien became a hero. Right. He got mad. His sister got picked over him. Right? Like, Dad, I thought we were cool. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> so, Hellstrom ultimately entered a monastery, hoping to become a priest. Shortly before being ordained, however, uh, he would receive legal notification of his inheritance of his father's house, where he found his mother's diary, and learned the truth about his birth. Because, of course, that's got to come out somewhere at some point. Right? I guess better from her words than from the demon himself. Also, like, this is probably, that's probably the best way to find things out instead of, like, finding out that, like, some elder who's been taking care of you has been lying the whole time. Right. And that you go in there and be like, oh, no, 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 she would have told me had she not died. And, you know, was sane enough to tell me. Yeah. Like, that, that, honestly, I feel he probably carries a lot less resentment towards his mother than most heroes at this point. Which is sad to think about. Right. <laughs> so at that point, uh, Satan, aware of his son's new knowledge, directed him telepathically through the house's secret basement interdimensional passageway to the demon's netherworld domain or hell. Hellstrom's father beseeched his son to disregard his mother's diary, warn warnings and serve him in hell. Like, hey, yo, yo, your mom was crazy. I'm just saying, oh, my God, this is, like, definite at, like, divorced parents BS. Oh, 100%. It's like, you know, I get we're in hell, but your mom's crazy. Don't listen yeah. to her. Mom's crazy. You know, she really loved, she really loved that Jack Daniels. <laughs> so, however, though, when Satan transported Hellstrom back to Earth, Hellstrom would then decide to dedicate himself to fighting his father's evil. You know, that just completely backfired in Satan's face. Right? I mean, yeah, because had he never even met his father, he probably would just went on to be a normal priest. Yeah, probably wouldn't have cared what the truth about his birth was. Also, he might have legitimately just thought his mom was crazy. Yeah. And would have had no reason to do anything. Because, <laughs> I mean... She was institutionalized. Who knows if the diary is written in there? Yeah. So I was like, you know, he probably would have just left it alone, you know, maybe thought about it, but not taking it too serious. Yeah, just like, oh, I guess dad was probably a jerk and mom went crazy because he was abusive, whatever. He, he was I, a devil, figuratively, not literally. Yeah. <laughs> and then his dad reveals himself and he's like, oh, no, this is real. You kill, you're the reason mom's dead? I'm going to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> So he immediately returns to hell in an attempt to battle Satan. Although he failed to defeat Satan outright, 
Hellstrom managed to pit many of Satan's slaves against their master, as well as to steal the satanic trident of Satan and a demon-drawn chariot before returning to Earth. Dude, he stole his dad's car. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty beastly. Right? I'm going to take your weapon and your car. Bye. I get, like, it's one of those, like, oh, it sucks that I lost, but I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of a, I'd say, a metaphorical emotional win. <laughs> yeah? Still in your dad's Oldsmobile? Sure, it's not. It's kind of the, I didn't win the war, but I won the battle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Hellstrom would also discover the powers of the dark soul that he would that he had inherited from his father. He would declare himself the son of Satan and for the next several years battled many manifestations of demonic evil on earth as well as other realms. Yeah, man, he really just messed up by telling him all that. <laughs> right? Could just let it go, man. Could just let him think that his mom was crazy and never had to uh, had him in your way. But, you know, dad's got a dad. <laughs> Yeah. So Damien and his younger sister, Satana, were trained by their father in the arts of magic. Uh, Tapping into the powers granted them by their dark heritage, however, uh, or heritage. However, while Satana embraced her heritage, Damien clung to his humanity. I mean, that makes sense. She was taken with her dad, probably at a youngish age. Yeah. She's going to see that as, you know, that's who I am. She's not going to think any different of it. Which I mean, least less this, likely. I mean, at this point, I'm just like, I like, I would have fought him on principle alone. Like, oh, you got her out of the system, but you couldn't like bother looking for me. <laughs> right. Like, like at this point, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I want to read these comics. because I want to know how much of this is him wanting to be a good person. <laughs> how much of this is like, <laughs> dad, despite you despite your dad. Right. Cause I'd definitely be spiting my dad. <laughs> I mean, we know you spite your mom, so... True. <laughs> so, Damien grew up in a Jesuit-run orphanage. near, ha- uh, Never hearing a word from his father or sister, he became a professor of anthropology at St. Louis University. He would then set himself as an occult investigator and defender of humanity, battling dark, ha- dark arcane forces, primarily those of his father, under the name Son of Satan, and a demonologist and exorcist. So, he literally just became anti-dad. Yeah. In every way possible. Way to way to mess up your kids, man. So he also helped the defenders battle the third incarnation of the son of the serpent. Lots of sons going on here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that whole you know naming thing. It gets weird sometimes. It do. It do. So Hellstrom would battle many adversaries of his father, and even once would battle his sister Satana, who had became a succubus. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. That's one way to go, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a lot of different types of demons, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm no demonologist. <laughs> I don't know. Ask uh, Damien. He might be able to tell you. <laughs> True. Just like out of all the ones you could have picked. So, on several occasions, Hellstrom aided with other heroes in occult battle, including the Ghost Rider. Uh, he became affiliated with the Hero Team Defenders in their battle with demonic possessions and threats, eventually becoming a member. Which, you know, that's one way to become a member is just, you know, help out. And Seems to be a way a lot of people end up kind of just slowly being embraced by the group. They're like... Right. You're helping us anyways. Just join. Yeah, it's like you keep having to show up and we keep having to like, like it'd be it'd be nice if we knew you were coming so we could leave a space in the van. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's how like 
groups like the Avengers and the X-Men end up being so big, they just like, oh, you've helped us enough times? You're one of us. Right. Get on in here. We got you an outfit. <laughs> so during his time in uh, the Defenders, he would meet and fall in love with his teammate, Hellcat. Because, you know, that always seems to be what happens in these groups. Right. At least one pair falls in love with each other, if nope. not multiples. God, I wonder if it had to do with the name. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought the second I read that, I was like, I was like, I was like, you know, she's not actually from hell, right? <laughs> You'd almost think that that would turn him away from it. You would, you would. As anti-dad as he became. <laughs> True. So it was during this period too that he finally confronted his father and defeated him. Shortly afterwards, the son of Satan declared himself triumphant over his father and his father's influence. Then the Miracle Man, a superhero-powered criminal who had masqueraded as a monk, stole the Dark Soul from Hellstrom in battle. God, the Dark Hold. I mean, I guess that'd be kind of nice to not have that anymore, because after you defeated your father, I feel like that'd be one of those moments of, you know, this is my time to, to be able to step back and live a normal life, hopefully. Yeah, but you also got to wonder, like, it's one of those things where you're like, I might as well hold on to it so it doesn't just get out there in the wrong hands. It, it's oh, a tough that call. too, yeah. That, that's a real tough call. So the Miracle Man himself would then subsequently be defeated and the Dark Soul was sent into a snake. There was something biblical about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Damien Hellstrom was finally liberated from his... Uh, partial possession by de- demonic evil, and with much of his powers gone, he would retire and uh, retired his costume identity of the son of Satan. Which I so, mean, you know, yeah, the same kind of idea. It's like, you know, I'm not, I don't need the powers anymore. I don't have them. I beat my dad. We'll take the chance to to lay low. Yeah, we got rid of the, the dark hole or the dark soul. It's it's protected, hopefully. Well, and hopefully I guess just not in the worst hands possible. Right. And it's also one of those, like you lose a good majority of your powers in that. Like I'd be hanging up the Cape too. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 you're telling me I'm not invincible anymore. <laughs> right. That, that'd be Superman. Once he learned, like once he became fully normal, right. Like, I wouldn't be doing that no more. Same. I'm not a Batman here. I'm not crazy. Right. <laughs> okay. So Damien Hellstrom, uh, Thereupon married Hellcat, and the couple left the Defenders. Moving to San Francisco, he and his wife soon earned a reputation as supernatural investigators based there. I mean, I guess that's not the worst reputation you can earn. I mean, what do you do for work at that point? You got all that knowledge, just go around... Just being like, no, no, there's you, you no can room. Winchester that thing. Yeah, Winchester that thing, or just go around and be like, no, your house isn't haunted, it's just old. And that's probably like, exactly what they did. <laughs> right? Or like, no, no, your house is legit haunted. Get the salt and the and the crucifix. We got it. Just this. get out of here. You ain't gonna get rid of it. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so Hellstrom would continue to publish regularly in uh, scholarly occult journals and become considered leading demonologist. That's still pretty cool, though. Right? So, like, when you think about, you know, other phantoms, you got Constantine. Like, when you think of him as a master of demonology and a cult leader, then you get this dude who no longer has powers. Like, that's pretty cool to still be up there in that level. Right? Also, I mean, like, I also like it because the amount of heroes, I think we've even covered a few in here where when they lose their powers or when they get out of it, like, they full-blown 
separate entirely from anything that has to do with that. And a that, lot like of they, them do because of the trauma that they have. So I wonder if he just doesn't have that much trauma. Yeah, he just like, well, I mean, if he's... Weird being the son of Satan to say that. Right? <laughs> Maybe he had normal childhood in the actual like adoption stuff. And then also, with how much he knows about it, I can see this guy being more of a like intellectual, like like able to work, mentally work through it, be like, this happens because this happens and that. Like, that seems what it seems to be like. On top of he do- didn't sound to have... A horrible childhood, per yeah. se. Like, there was nothing really about his foster, the people who fostered him being abusive or anything, so... God, this is, I think, the most normal character we've ever had. This is arguably the most well-adjusted. son of a demon. Yeah, this guy's more well-adjusted than... Normal people. <laughs> right? I'd that's, argue the most well-adjusted we've had. That's disturbing. Right? So, Damien Hellstrom created a costumed identity of Hellstrom... When battling supernatural menaces in public in order to preserve Damien Hellstrom's professional reputation. Wow, that you really didn't even try at that name. Yeah, like if you're going to do it, at least change up the name. Right? Or it was Hellstorm. But even then, that's still not enough of a change. It's like, it's like Clark. You, you, you literally just swapped around two letters. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Clark Kent taking off his glasses and that. We all know it's you, Superman. Unfortunately, no, they don't. (laughs) So, in this capacity, they would help several superheroes with mystical problems, notably the Avengers West Coast branch. Because, of course, they can't stay away from the groups now anymore either. Right? Also, you know, who are the groups going to call when they have a problem with demons? So, over time, however, Hellstrom grew increasingly weak due to the separation from his Dark Soul until he lay near death in desperation, Hellcat used an ancient dark spell book in order to summon Hellstrom's father. No! It never goes well when you try to resummon the father after you already beat him. Like, mm, No. <laughs> so she would ask him to restore Hellstrom's dark soul, provoking the demon by saying Satan need, needed Hellstrom as someone to test himself against. Man, you're really just trying to poke the bear. Right? Oh, <laughs> so, God. So Satan would agree to that, agree with that, restoring Hellstrom's Dark Soul, although Hellcoat was driven insane at the sight of it, because, of course, you're not supposed to see that. Yep. And then Hellstrom said that he was grateful for his wife's actions, but in the situation were reversed, he would have left her to die. Yep. I mean, I can't blame him for that. I mean, as dark as that is, it's one of those some things are worse than death. Yeah, and I would rather be dead than have to go back through that. Same. So Hel- uh, Hellcat, due to her insanity, would eventually die by calling upon the in- entity of Deathurge. Hmm. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right. I have no idea who that is. I don't either. Oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'd rather. I would have just. I would rather die. Also, like just. Like, I get the sentiment behind her thought process, but still. It's like, dude, you just let me die. All my work. Let me go, please. Right? So, Hellstrom uh, once more began battling his father and demonic agents. Hellstrom gathered around him several agents of his own, including the villainous Necra, Gabrielle the Devil Hunter, and Gargoyle. The gargoyle. Never heard of 
any of them. I actually don't know any of them either. Well, we might have to do some episodes on them. That's what happens when we do an episode on a character we've never really even heard right. of. Right? <laughs> it's going to lead us down a lot of rabbit holes. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'd, I'd be so upset if I was him. That's I'm probably like, why I started fighting him again. It's like, nope, now I'm pissed. I'm going to take it out on you. Right? <laughs> so during this time, Hellstrom's friend, Jane Cutter, had reminded, remained by his side, hoping that her presence would bring, back, bring out the best in him. And the two formed a type of romantic relationship. He also made a deal with the witch, Lavoisin? Lavoisin? I Le don't Voisin? know how I'm pronouncing that. If it's well, anywhere close to right. Let's go with Lavoisin. Uh, also impregnating her to learn about his father, inclu- uh, including his true name. We're getting some real King Arthur territory here. <laughs> yeah, that, that sentence took a whole different turn than I was expecting. <laughs> I remember when I first read that, I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting some no I'm getting I'm getting some notes of Camelot? Arthur? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So using this information, Damien was able to slay his father. Hellstrom was given the Black uh, Hollow and Lordship of Hell. He claimed doing so would maintain the balance between heaven and hell, so neither could take control of the working of the universe and humanity could control their own destiny. Which fair... Also, at this point, man, like you might as well just stay there, considering what happened last time you tried to live a normal life. Right. Uh, Don't even try anymore. Right. I get it. I get it. So that's all we got for in universe. Um, I'm sure there's probably some newer stuff that may have come out recently, but we deal with histories here, and honestly, that's a decently long history. A lot more than I was expecting (laughs) for a character as unknown as this dude. Okay, let's get into powers and abilities. So, starting out, has a lot of characters. Superhuman strength, superhuman durability. He also has soul fire manipulation and pyrokinesis. So, one of his most common abilities in all of his incarnations is the ability to manipulate, generate, and discharge both earthly fire and soul fire, a very a variety of uh, for a variety of effects. The fire can usually be used to harm supernatural entities and the astral forms of others. So that's kind of cool. Burning ghosts. Uh, He can also track others down using his fire. That's cool. Uh, Resurrect the deceased as well as create constructs of his soul fire. On several occasions, he can use his soul fire, uh, his hell slash soul based fire to perform exorcisms against powerful entities. So that's all, actually a lot of uses in that ability. <laughs> a surprising amount. All right. Uh, flight. He can basically, Hellstrom can fly by projecting fire from his body, which, you know, flame on. <laughs> so elemental manipulation, both with and without his trident, Damien has, the, has been shown to control and influence natural elemental forces to varying degrees. He can also control and summon storms at will. This guy's like an X-Men just all bundled in one. Right? (laughs) Sit down, guys. I got this. I'll take out Magneto. So, also, uh, telepathy. He can use this magical ability to tear into the thoughts from the minds of other sentient beings. He can also communicate with others mentally, cast uh, psychic illusions, and attack others telepathically. He can also use his powers to fill the aura of others 
and at times see into the future, past, or present. This guy's like OP. Like, oh my God. <laughs> also telekinesis. So he can move things with his mind. Ooh. Uh, teleportation. Uh, through the Dark Soul, Damien Hellstrom is capable of teleporting himself and other individuals across vast distances. He can also use this ability to travel into other dimensions. Damien can also create and open gateways and portals to transverse locations near... Oh, yeah, instantaneously. So, yeah, teleport instantaneously. Uh, Astral projection. I don't think that needs a lot of explanation. Uh, Healing. On numerous occasions, he he can basically just, like, heal from insane injuries. Uh, Magical awareness. Um, Through his dark soul, he possesses the ability to sense and interpret magical energies within his immediate vicinity. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like the... um, the spell in D and D, um, what is that one? Uh, detect magic or like detect magic combined with the explain one. Uh, identify. Identify. It's like a double whammy for that. Uh, magical mystical manipulation as son of Satan and ruler of a dim- of a dimension of hell. Hellstrom can manipulate, create, and possess supernatural powers and spells. Nith. Netherium trident? Netherianium trident. That's what we'll go with. Pretty sure it's the trident of Satan. Yeah. Uh, Hellstrom wields a trident made of uh, Netherium, which can harness, amplify, and project magical energies. He also has a sleeping spell. That was a random one that was just on the list. That sounds like something that uh, Zeus would have. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's messed up. So, uh, chronokinesis. Hellstrom is capable of traveling through and even manipulating time to a certain extent. He is able to travel into the past and on another occasion, man- uh, manipulating temporal flow to manifest sunlight when battling a vampire. Dude, this guy is awesome. <laughs> he is way too powerful. Yeah, I love it. Uh, shapeshifting. Uh, due to the Dark Soul, he uh, has this, uh, and being the supernatural son of Satan, Damien has been shown to alter the shape of his physical form appearance similar to other demons. He can use this ability to sprout demonic wings in order to fly. So he doesn't even need a flame on. This guy can just fly with his own biology. So Damien once possessed a chariot pulled by three demonic horses. He, he caught Amon and Set. After they were destroyed, he now rides um, a single demon horse named Iblis. Is that what we're going to go with? Sure. Cool. Well, it's one of those uh, demon names. We just kind of start guessing. Right? Who who knows? We're not demons. Maybe. (laughs) Clearly not, because we can't speak any of the words. (laughs) Okay, well, that's what we got for power, so take us away in other media, Joker. A surprising amount of stuff. Um, in TV, Dr. Damien Hellstrom would appear in Mar- a Marvel TV series, Hellstrom, portrayed by Tom Austin, which when when Panda talked about that, I did not believe that was a real TV show. I had to look it up, and it does exist. I'm go- I'm curious to watch that. We need to find out what that's on. We'll figure it out. So in video games, he appears as a boss 
and an unlockable playable character in Marvel's Avenger Alliance, and it appears as an unlockable playable character in Marvel Future Fight, which I believe those are both phone games. Ah, uh, okay. Which is probably why mo- neither of us have ever heard of him in a game. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, I want to say those are uh, phone games, but uh, wait, does he not? Is he not? Oh my god, he doesn't. He's not in the Lego games. No, <laughs> he's one of the first. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> we have a Marvel character that's not in the Lego games. If he's not one of, he might be the first not in a game in a Lego game for Marvel. Folks, go back, watch our episodes. Let us know if we've uh, have have a past Marvel character that hasn't shown up in the Lego games because this might be the first. Because we have a few of the other comics or things that we've done, but Marvel. I was like, DC has had a few that haven't shown up in their Legos, but yeah, for Marvel to not have someone in a Lego game is because they even the gorilla, they even Gorilla Man show up, yeah, like a DLC. version, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, cool. So we might have him first. Hey, hey. Let us know. And that's kind of all we got for this guy. Uh, I guess ask the question we ask every week. Um, Joker, you a fan? You know, my, my grandmother might roll in her grave, but yes, I'm a fan of Son and Satan. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> and honestly, dude, I kind of love it. Like, I'm like, I, I definitely want to see more of this character. Oh, yeah. He, he sounds just like so much fun. Yeah. Just like a well-adjusted son of Satan. That sounds hilarious to me. That sentence still bothers me. Right? So, yeah. I'm a fan. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time. You're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.